Thank you very much. I love your singing. That was great. That was great. That was great. That was great. Pray, please clap for the choir, somebody. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, I just want to appreciate the people of this ministry. Your impact is huge. You've been, you know, since we got to nature there a few years ago. I can tell you the impact we've made to our people in Africa is huge. You know, it's huge. You know, we we produce this period um, family intimacy daily devotional. Three months in one. We make it a special man that doesn't expire. Well, by the way, the area of marriage and family has been an area that God has blessed myself and my wife as a ministry to different parts of the world. In 1995, we started the first television ministry in Nigeria, if not a large part of Africa, the Happy Family TV ministry, which was a source of help to people. We brought governors to my house, ministers to my house, you know, for counseling and different kinds of things. So, when we write, we write from the place of the gift God had given to us. Praise the Lord. And we're making this all over the years. And because of that, some Nigerian major newspapers say, please, can you write for us in the area of marriage? And some of the major papers in Nigeria, I write for them every Sunday. I'm saying this so that you will know that what is in this place will be a source of blessing to you. But the important thing about it is that this edition of the Family Intimacy Daily Devotional is dedicated to God's people at the Ark Fellowship. Houston, Texas. This thing goes round. Your medical out, your medical outreach, and other forms of help you've provided for Nigerians through Holy Spirit Mission, the Happy Family Center. That is the ministry which I head, which has been in existence since 1974 has prevented not less than 300 untimely deaths. God, we keep having these testimonies. I was gone. If not for what those people did. So many. More than 300 untimely deaths have been prevented through your outreach. Praise the Lord. 
And I put here that God will reward you and your families with great blessings. You will live long and you will live well. You have a heart for the poor. You have a heart to help people that are suffering. And you know, I told God, I said, God, I'm in this work. I'm in this work. Not to be a big man. But in this work to make impacts. You know, to lift you, to make people to make heaven. And then to make them have the best here on earth. And I'm so happy that we have come across a ministry like yours. You know, who believe in honesty, believe in integrity. Because that is missing a lot. It's a missing ingredient. And I tell people, so I say, I'm accountable. You want to find out about me? Say, go and find out about the Christian leaders in Nigeria. Hold me accountable. I'm so happy God will bless you and your families. Praise the Lord. You know, because of this, myself and Pastor Goodluck and some other people, we have come up with a group that will be teaching ministers in Africa about the virtues of honesty. And, you know, how you can rise in life through honesty. And not only through the anointing. And uh, by the grace of God, next month, Pastor Goodluck will be with me in Lagos, Nigeria, where we are expecting, this is the first of its type, we formed a group we call International Association of Apostolic Ministries. You know, and uh, himself, another bishop from Italy, and uh, you know, I met some of you here. We're going to had, uh, have the conference, the first one in May this year. And we have, from what I have seen already, at least not less than 600 pastors that will be impacted. And we also have some online training that we believe that every year we touch pastors in Africa so that they will preach the gospel the way it ought to be preached. So we hold that the first half of each year. And then the last half of the year, we hold what we call the International Conference on the Minister's Marriage and Family. So we have a lot of things which, by the grace of God, we are doing. And uh, we are so happy that we found a soulmate here, a friend here, somebody who is simple. And a wife who is just the way that she is. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Let me ask you a question. Pastor Angela and Pastor Goodluck, who is, who is gentler? Who is, who is, who is gentler? Who is, who is gentle? Praise God. When in Nigeria they say, I'm gentler than my wife. And I know that Pastor Goodluck is gentler than Pastor Angela. <laughs> People like us, God gives us wives, you know. Praise God. <laughs> and, uh, please clap for Pastor Angela, somebody. 
Thank you so much for all you're doing with the, the Teenage Mothers Center already registered with Corporate Affairs Abuja and Nigerian Children's Home. We are doing all that we can to make sure that that takes off. Praise God. Thank you so much, Act Fellowship. Greetings from my girlfriend and um, I mean my wife. <laughs> Praise God. I mean my wife. You know, I said I must be here for this wedding. I must be here for this wedding. I came here for the wedding. I didn't really come here to to preach. I came here for the wedding. I said I would come here and then just worship because of the impact you've made on our, our nation. And as the pastor's son, I said, I just have to come. And um, that is why I really came, you know, for this wedding. The only reason I came, we're so busy right there with different activities. But I'm happy that I made it. And uh, I spoke to my wife and I uh, gave her the gist. And she was happy I was able to give her blow by blow. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much and God bless you. Today I'm going to preach a message I have titled, The Power That Is In The Love Of God. The Power That Is In The Love Of God. Dear Holy Spirit, speak to your people. And we said a big amen. And I want to say that the greatest spiritual force on earth is not faith. The greatest spiritual force on earth is love. Love. Man cannot function without being loved. And there are different kinds of love that God has put at our disposal. The most important is the love of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. For some time I have been trying to make some studies in this area. Because I look at my country and different countries and I have found out that there seems to be a watering down of Christianity. So, I, I have been sitting for some time and then say, God, what do we do? Which has made me to come across areas through which people can grow. I sat down, meditated, and I looked at different areas through which Christians can grow. We grow, not just go to church. We do what? We are said to do what? Every living thing does what? Grows. So we grow. I identified areas. We've got to grow in love, which is the most important. Then, another area again, we grow in prayer. Number three, we grow in faith. Then, number four, we grow in our fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Then, we grow in about eight areas that identify. We grow in service of God. Doing what we are called to do. You know, eight areas that I've been able to come up with, which by the grace of God, I will bring out books to bless people in these areas. Because the kitchen is we've got to grow. So as 
I was looking at this. It now made me know more about what love is. What love is. The most powerful force on earth. So there is a love that comes from God, who is the most important. There is a love that comes from family, from your husband, from your wife. These are sources of love. Love is like oxygen. Then there's a love that comes from your siblings. There's a love that comes from the brethren, who ever calls brotherly love. Praise God. You know, so love comes from all these, but the most important is the love that comes from who? From God. That's the most important of them all. And that love is key. So important. There is, you know, I have a heart for my wife and I. You know, we have a heart for, for, to help those who are hurting. And um, somebody called us many years ago. Said there is a girl who is with her. The girl is almost at the point of giving up. And she's so poor, she didn't know what to do. Say, hey, please take her to a hospital. So we took her to the hospital where my family patronizes in Lagos. And they admitted the girl. And then, we now found out about this girl. We found out that her father got married to her mother. And the father such a careless man. At a stage, he could not provide the love that the wife needed. And the wife solely depended on him for love. She didn't know God. Then, at a stage, the woman couldn't take it. She got crazy. I mean mad. And entered the streets of Lagos. Over... Ten years now, I think more than that. And she hasn't been seen till today. We, we suppose she's dead. So this daughter, her father now abandoned her for someone. And here she was sick. So after she was treated in the hospital, we took her in. Sent her to what they call secondary school here. High school. And this year, she is going to graduate from college, from the university. From a private, a private university in Nigeria. So we brought her up. You know, I brought this. You, you, you may see her one day. So she's, uh, she's like a younger sister to my daughters. And many other girls that we bring up who are part of my home. And I tell them, two of them were going to the university, to college some time ago. And in morning devotion, I told them, I said, as you go to college, you've got to choose between my love or the love of a boy who will want to kiss you and hold your breast. 
Praise the Lord. I say, you've got to do what? You've got to choose. Because love is powerful. The love that I have for them, that my wife has for them, is what has pulled them from nowhere in life to be where they are getting to in life. Love lifts up. Can someone shout hallelujah? Bible says, in Romans chapter 5 verse 5, when you are born again, and you have known God. Say the love of God is shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. The love of God is in your heart. Give it to God. Give it to man. God is love. God is love. And God created planet Earth based on love. And God created man and put man on planet Earth because he loves the man. It's like, it's like you have children. I believe you will want your children to grow up in such a manner that they become great, isn't it? So that's how God made man. And then created planet Earth for man to be in charge, just as you will also want your children to be in charge of something. So it was out of love. Creation of planet Earth was out of love. Creation of man was out of love. But man now decided to misbehave. He wanted to be on his own. He was deceived. Genesis chapter 3 verse 5 tells us that at a stage, man wanted to be like God. He decided to declare independence. He decided to have the authority to decide what was right and what was wrong. So, man misbehaved. He fell. Genesis 3 5. And that is what no nation can take. America cannot take treason. My country cannot take treason. No government can take treason. Kenneth Hagin called it high treason. He called it treason. That man committed treason. Because he was declaring his independence from God. He said, I want to be like God. For God... For, for God does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods. So, why did man do what he did? Because he wanted to be like who? Like God. High treason. Despite that which he did, despite that which he did, God still loves man. Oh my God. God still loves man. He never gave up on man. Through Abraham, he started another race. And then, John 3.16, 
third source. For God also loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. His love is an everlasting love, uncompromising. It's so great. So despite that, when man misbehaved, only one form of sacrifice that was needed to bring man back in relationship with God. What was needed was the body and the blood of a human being who has never sinned. You know, in Africa, a lot of sacrifices. All over the country, all parts of the world. I read a top Hollywood star saying the other day that a lot of the success of Hollywood is based on the blood of little children. I don't know who read that. It was all over the news. The man who made that popular, the passion of Christ, he was the one who said it. Sacrifices everywhere. So, the blood of a human being that has never seen what, what was what was needed to bring man back to God. No human being, because all have seen. For we came through Adam. Then God, out of love, decided to turn himself to a human being. God the Son. And then, becoming a human being as God the Son. Entering the womb of the Virgin Mary. The blood of Jesus was never mixed with the blood of Mary. Never. Because the blood that was needed to offer the sacrifice was the blood and flesh of a human being that has never committed any sin. So here it was. And Jesus came and died on the cross. And here we are. We have become who? The sons of? Sons of God. Out of love. So, when you accept anybody that accepts this sacrifice, you accept what he did for you on the cross. Say, to as many as received him, to them he gave power to become who? The sons of God. If you are born again, shout, I am born again. Can you say it louder? then I'm happy to announce to you that you are the son of God. So it was his power that made it possible. You accepted his love. Now you now became his son. Those girls we bring up accepted our love. They became our daughters. There is power in love. 
There is power in love. So, the first thing that the love of God has done is to rescue us from the kingdom of darkness into that of his dear son. According to Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. His love transferred us from the kingdom of darkness into that of his dear son. So now, I'm heaven bound. Secondly, his love also in Romans chapter 8 verse 28 it says Romans 8 28 it says and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the call according to his purpose so now after you are now born again there is another power that is released. The power that will make sure that things work well for you. Did somebody hear that? All things work together for who? For good to them that love God. What I have come to do this morning is to let you know about the greatest power on earth. And what is that power? What is it? The power of love. That is it. So, this power makes things to go on well for you. It doesn't mean there shall be no trials. There will be tests. Everybody is tested. Faith is tested. Abraham was tested. Isaac was tested in the area of business. When the Philistines were, were blocking his water business. Jacob was the most, he was highly tested. Love is tested. When you meet Joseph in heaven, ask him. But see, because he loved God, God made sure that all things work together for good. I want to introduce to someone here today that no matter what you are passing through, there is a power that is at work that will make all things work for your good. Can somebody shout a big hallelujah? Can someone shout a loud hallelujah? So when there are problems, in as much as your love for God is fixed, I am telling you that you will come out of that problem. Is it financial? Is it marital? Whatever way it is, this power of love, it makes all things work together for my good and for your good. Somebody shout a loud hallelujah. Someone say after me, there is a power that is at work. This power is at work for those who love God. Today, I connect to that power. Today, I connect to that power that makes sure that all things work for my good. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This power makes me to have confidence in the midst of trials. 
when I'm told that all things work together. Hey, what do I do? Just love God. I'm basking in His love. I'm swimming this ocean of love. Someone shout a big hallelujah. hallelujah. Also tells us, you know, there was a young man who everything was bad for him in our church. But his love for God remained fixed. Owing so much money to test his love. God needed an offering from him. His priceless possession was his laptop. He had nothing again. And he dropped it as an offering to be sold to raise money. He, he dropped it in pains. But after that, God gave him an international job with an oil company. And today, money is not his problem. God made sure that when his love was tested and God saw that he loved God, God now began to make sure that things worked for his good. Abraham's love was tested. Isaac, whom you love most, bring him. And after that, God made sure love is tested. Number three. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 tells us. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. I've, I've made mention of how the power of God of love works. Number one, how it brought us our salvation, isn't it? Then number two, how the power makes sure that things work for what? For our good. So, 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 so I want you to see how the power works. So from today, you connect to it. Number three. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. So as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. The things. So that is to say that there are things which God prepared for them that do what? That love him. So there is the power that is in the love of God that we make you to get in contact with the things that God has prepared for you. From this very service, someone, you will step into your future. Can God hear your loud hallelujah? As you listen, as you hear me speak today, God will order your footsteps. You will step into destiny. You will step into what God has prepared for you. Say, eyes have not seen, neither have ears heard. What God has prepared for those that love Him. There is the power that is in the love of God. All I'm doing today is to let you know about this power and tap into it. It is the greatest spiritual force on earth. Someone shout hallelujah. Someone shout hallelujah. hallelujah. 
Ephesians chapter 3, 17 to 19 tells us. Say, this love is so great. It describes the love. It's so great that it cannot be understood. Also, it says it passes all understanding. So that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, that you being rooted and grounded what? In love. Love for God. Love for man. You may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. Verse 19. And height. And to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you might be filled with the fullness of Christ. The love of God. Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, says this love does not disappoint. It does not fail. That is his quality. When you love him, he will never disappoint you. That is the quality of the love. It's so wide, so broad. Why not you join me to enter and enjoy this kind of love? Somebody say, I will join you. In love. In love. The love is so great. In First John chapter 4 verse 16, say, God is love. And he that dwells in love dwells in God, and God dwells in him. John 15, verses 9 and 10. Jesus invited us to come, to come and enjoy this love. John 15, 9 and 10. Say, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. Then verse 10. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love. Even as I have kept my father's commandment and also abide in his love. He is inviting us, come, come into this love that I have for you. Come and enjoy it. Come and bask in it. Come and be a part of it. And in verse 7, say, when you come into this kind of love, all your needs shall be met. Because a lover meets the needs of those that he loves, isn't it? A lover meets the needs of the person he or she loves. Understand this. I tell you, if you love him, he will meet your needs. Now, I ask, how do you love him? That's the question. How do you love him? Not by works, but by responding to his love. That's how to love God. By responding to what? To his love. How is that? In John chapter 13, 34, 30, John 13, 34, 35, it says, A new commandment have I given to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. A new commandment. Say, by this shall men know that you are my disciples. And I tell people, say, by this shall men know that you are a Christian. If you are a believer and you don't know how to live in love, 
this is what is used. By this shall men know that you are my disciple, where you love one another. So what do we do? I respond to his love. How do you love God? You love God by responding to his love. The Bible says that he first of all loved us. So we respond to his love. How do you keep to his commandments? By loving, by loving your neighbor. The Bible says, you love your neighbor as well as yourself. How do you do it? That is the thing you will not want your neighbor to do to you. Do not do it to your neighbor. What you will not want someone else to do to you, do not do it to the person. That is how you measure your love. Love is not self-centered. Love gives. Now, as I round up, James chapter 2 verse 8 James 2 verse 8 says, Cause this kind of love, if you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You do well. Now, this place calls it the royal law. Can someone help me say the royal law? So what is a royal law? It's a law for kings. A law for who? For kings. For royalty. Kings don't have time to gossip. You know? (laughs) Praise God somebody. You know? (laughs) Kings don't have time to begin to, to, you know, when they see you pass and they say, who are you? don't have time when you belong to the choir and the head of the choir says hey do this kings don't have time say because you tell me to do such a thing I am not going to be in the choir again kings don't do such is someone listening to me kings don't have time for such because you are a king King things of kingly things. So, the royal what? Law. Think about it. The royal law. Kings don't have time to say, what you did to me the other day, I don't try it again. You try it again, I will deal with you. What did I do to you? You, 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 you? you mashed me. You stepped on my toes. No. It's little people. Can you just tell yourself, I'm a king. I'm too big. Can go hear your amen. amen. Let me tell you, kings are not easily hot. Not easily hot. In fact, one of the men that I learned mental strength from is President Donald Trump. I mean mental Strength. I don't mean spiritual strength. That is, no matter what you say about him, he remains 
Strong. He remains what? Strong. Mental strength. Kings are not easily hurt. If you are easily hurt, you can't reign as a king. Because problems must come. And problems come to kings for solutions. So, you've got to be strong. The redemption that took place on the cross was for the redemption of spirit, soul, and body. Total package. So, you strengthen yourself with the word of God. Kings don't feel rejected. Because they know they are accepted in the beloved. When human beings reject you, you feel rejected. Say, come on. You now bask in the power of the love that comes from God. So, kings don't say, I'm rich. Nobody likes me. Nobody likes me. Nobody likes Oh, this child. Nobody cares for me. Oh, I will not do something about myself. No. Because kings know that the King of kings loves him. Can someone shout hallelujah? So, the royal law. Royal what law? And you know what? Kings. Kings take care of other people's needs. Isn't it? Kings take care of other people's needs. They make sure that things are good for citizens of their countries. So, as a believer, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You are royalty. You are a king. In your area, you will reign. Can God hear your big amen, somebody? Can God hear your big amen, somebody? The royal law. So, when you now keep to this very royal law, when you obey this royal law, the Bible tells us that as you do this, you are now responding to the love of God. So, the more you love people, and I like how First Thessalonians puts it. First Thessalonians, I like how it puts it. First Thessalonians, you know, it talks about First Thessalonians chapter 4. First Thessalonians chapter 4. It says, it says, verses 9 and 10. First of chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. So, if I were you, and I know that the more I love, is the more I abide in the love of God. Are you listening? The more you do what? You love. The more you do what? Abide in the love of Jesus said, Abide in my love. See, that stay connected to my love. I have an ocean of love. Get into it. Get into it. But the more you love people from your heart, the more you abide in his love. Say, Abide in my love. 
So, what will I do if I were you? I will do what First Thessalonians chapter 4, 9 says. Say, but as touching brotherly love, you need not that I write unto you, for you yourselves are taught of God to love one another. That's to say, it should not be, it, it, I mean, it should be an elementary thing. Then, verse 10 says, And indeed, ye do it toward all the brethren which are in all Macedonia, that we beseech you, brethren, that you increase what? More and more. Which means you can grow in love. You can grow in love. Ladies and gentlemen, as I speak right now, I can feel an atmosphere of love. Amen, somebody. Can God hear your amen? Can God hear your amen? So I've just come as a random. I've just come to let you know that there is a spiritual force. The greatest force on earth. And who can tell me the name of that spiritual force? What is it? Love. Love. That my girl, the love from her father, from her husband, was not there. She ran mad. But when you connect to this love that comes from God, when you respond to his love, he loved us first. When you respond to his love by loving the brethren, by keeping, there is one commandment of the New Testament. What commandment is what is love? Just one. When you do that, how do you do that? By seeing how you relate with your brethren, your wife, your children, your family members, your, your church members. Love them more. Show it. Practicalize it. Let bitterness go away. Forgive and forget. Forget what was done to you. As a church, unite in love. And you will see, as you step in here, even without prayers, miracles will happen. Can God hear your amen? Those who are ready to step into this love of God, can you rise on your feet and say, I'm ready? I just want to pray. The most powerful force on earth is love. Bible says it's not faith. So the greatest of these is love. And as you get connected into this ocean of love, as you enter into it today, I pray that the word of God concerning your life shall be fulfilled. When he says all things work together for good to them that love God, today you enter that chapter of your life. I say today you enter that chapter of your life that will make all things to work together for your good. Can God hear your amen? amen? Can God hear your amen? amen. Someone shout hallelujah. hallelujah. And Jesus said, if you abide in my love, say you ask whatsoever you need, say it shall be done to you. In John, chapter, in John 15. Today, I ask that this level of life, you step into it. Someone say amen. amen. No struggle in your life. I say no struggle in your life. The power that is in the love of God will make things work for you.
If you are sick, touch where it's burning you. If you are sick, touch where it's burning you. The power, God will not allow his beloved to be sick. The power that is in the love of God is going to touch you. If you are sick, touch where it's burning you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I ask that the power of the love of God will touch you. Okay, what's, what's wrong with that? Hmm? Hmm? Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I lay my hands on her. And I ask that the power of the Holy Spirit, let it touch you now. In the name of Jesus. Anything in your system that has collapsed, I command and say, come alive. Come alive. Come alive. Receive strength. Receive power. In the name of Jesus. What's wrong with you, man? In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let the power of the Spirit of the Most High God touch you right now and bring healing to every bit of you. Pick her up. God is your lover. He is your lover. He will not allow you to suffer. No lover allows the one he loves to suffer. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command that every bit of you, hey, every bit of come on, be made whole in the name of Jesus. And someone shouted the big hallelujah. Who again is sick? Who again is sick? Who again? Oh, my time is up. My time is up. Who again is sick? Who again is sick? Let me put up, put up your hands. Let me lay my hands on you and pray for you. Again is sick. Ma? Okay. I ask that in the name above all names, let the whole of your being receive strength, power, 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 power in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 